She Evolved, a podcast dedicated to empowering women through storytelling. I am your host, Sashay Carroll, and thank you all for joining me today. Today's episode is a doozy. I'm going to be really honest and vulnerable today, and I really hope that all of you can appreciate that. Um, I understand that telling this particular story um, leaves me vulnerable to the scrutiny of some, but my hope is that it will help more people than those that will judge me for it. So let me just um, get started and jump right in. I think the last time I told the full story, or the first time I told the full story, I um, couldn't tell it without crying the entire time. So I've definitely come very far from where I was then. So back in April, I was experiencing some flu-like symptoms. I kind of had a fever, I was having chills, felt kind of nauseous. And I just thought maybe I had caught some kind of bug that would, you know, pass within the next few days. Um, But it didn't. And I started experiencing some other pains that I hadn't experienced before. Um, So I decided to go to Planned Parenthood. And um, to my surprise, um, the doctor examined me and told me that I had genital herpes. Now, um, I was completely devastated. I asked her to leave the room and I just screamed and wailed at the top of my lungs because I was so, so, so devastated. I don't even know how to explain how shaken I was. And at that point, I was just completely ready to give up. Um, I don't have tons of friends in Cedar Falls. I have the ones that I do have, I consider to be really close to me. So I went over to a good friend's and um, she wasn't there at the time. So I just waited for her to get off work and I told her that I needed to tell her something. And um, when she got home, I told her that, you know, I had genital herpes and she just support supported me as much as she could. She held me and I just laid on her floor and cried for hours and hours. Um, there were actually moments when I wouldn't allow her to touch me because I felt so disgusted with myself. Um, at that point, I could no longer see my worth. I felt like, why am I even here? Um, who's going to want me now? Am I even going to be able to have kids? Because I had no knowledge of what genital herpes was whatsoever. So there was just a lot of fear built up inside of me at this point. Um, and because of that fear, I started having some suicidal ideations. So, um, oh my gosh, this, this is hard. Okay, but I was having those thoughts, so um, my friend took me to the hospital because my family was concerned, my friend was concerned, so I went to the hospital. I was there for maybe an hour or so, and then I went home and just kind of slept and um, tried to gain my footing again because I was just so, so out of it and so... I don't know if you all have ever gone through anything like that where your your sexuality is just I felt like my sexuality and who I was as a as a being was destroyed. I didn't know where it would go from there. I, I felt disgusting. Um, I know that there are other people out there who have herpes, they get cold sores and things like that. 
Um, I had no knowledge of it, so I didn't, didn't know what it would mean for my life. And because of that, I just, my, my self-esteem plummeted. It absolutely plummeted. Um, but over the course of the next few days, I started to do a little bit of research about, you know, genital herpes and what this is going to, like, what my life is going to look like. And of course, if anyone has ever done research around herpes, you can still have kids. Um, some people take medication during their pregnancy so that they don't have an outbreak during childbirth. Um, some people get cold sores, and for that, you just take acyclovir. It's a medication that they give you, and you can take that, and it'll help it kind of go away. But I just didn't know what my life would look like, and I was, I was very hurt. And it's hard to describe the journey that I went through with it because... It was one where I feel like I literally had to build myself back up from the ground. I was shaken and it still shakes me a little bit. You know, I'm not going to I'm not going to sit here and pretend like it doesn't hurt me to have this know that it's lifelong, you know, but I just try to at least understand that well maybe God knew that I was strong enough to carry this and that I could educate others. And so that's truly what I want to do. That's why I'm being so honest and vulnerable is because there are lots of women and men out there that have this and don't know. Because most people, when they go get STD or STI screening, they're not doing a blood test. Herpes is not detected through the normal STI, STD screening that you do for like um, gonorrhea or chlamydia. A blood test must be done to see if you have herpes. Because people don't know that they have it, they're continuing to spread it to other people and then the cycle continues. Sexual health isn't talked about nearly enough in our society, and particularly in the African-American community because I'm not sure what the, I'm not sure why I don't understand it yet, but black women are actually more susceptible to getting um, genital herpes. And so it's really important to me. Obviously, it's a little bit too late for me to save myself at this point because I already have it. But maybe me being so open will, um, will, you know, the next person will stop and go get tested and not just do the normal screening, but actually ask for a blood test. The doctor's not going to initially just offer it to you because it honestly it costs more for them to do the blood test. So that's why they typically don't do it. But it's really important for us to just be healthy and us be honest with our sexual partners about our health and where we stand with things and just have that type of open communication. Now, let's talk a little bit about the aftermath of my diagnosis. So I... Anyone who is close to me knows that I am slightly avoidant, not when it comes to just one-on-one conflict or anything, but I'm very avoidant when it comes to my real life issues. I can tend to just um, put them under the rug and pretend like everything is okay and just hope that things work out for the best. And this isn't something that I do intentional, but over the years, because I've um, 
I come from like a background of some trauma, it's very uh, natural for me to just do that and not realize that I'm doing it. So over the course of the summer, um, you know, I went to Greece, had a fantastic time, came back and was doing things that made no sense for me to do with my character and the person that I am. But I was doing them because I was in so much pain and I was refusing to confront what the hell was going on with me. Now, for people that do that, we do it until we can't do it anymore. We do it until it literally becomes detrimental to our being. I was doing things that were shifting my moral compass and had me looking in the mirror like, who am I? I don't even know anymore. So I went through, you know, that avoidance stage. And then after I decided I can no longer avoid this and I became severely depressed. Um, Some people have depression, some people don't. Some people are really confused about what depression is. I can't even say, I don't know what depression looks like for other people necessarily, but for me, it looks like not wanting to get out of bed. Not wanting to do things that I'm typically very, very passionate about. I think a lot of people know that when I care about something, I give my absolute all to it. I put, I pour my heart and my soul into it. Um, but with the depression that came from the diagnosis, I just, things that had mattered so much just didn't, they didn't matter anymore. And that hurt because I feel like there were so many things over the years that I started to really find purpose in my life. And I feel like I was really losing that sense of purpose and who I was. And um, that was probably the saddest part for me because I'm such a driven person. And when you're going through something like this, you really don't even know what direction you're headed. You're just, it's like driving with no sense of direction, not knowing where you're going, not knowing how much gas you've got, all types of, all types of mess. So it was something for me that was, it was hard. I'm not going to lie. I, you know, I, I feel like I'm typically a pretty strong person, but this, this did something completely different to me. And I stand in solidarity with anyone that goes through this because it's difficult. It makes you question your self-worth. It makes you question so many things about who you are as a person. It makes you question if you're worthy, if you if you even deserve to live. And I'm here to tell you, you deserve to live. You are worthy. You are wanted. There are so many people out there in this world who don't understand what it is, so it scares them. But that's not your problem. That's their problem for living within their own ignorance. We have the stigma in our society that people that have STIs and STDs are gross. They're not using protection. They must be really promiscuous. Those things are not true. Those things are not true whatsoever. Um, And I think those are some of the lies that I was telling myself because I found out I had it. Now, when you get herpes, you can have had it for a year without symptoms. And that's the dangerous part is you can carry this and not know. You can be sexually active, not have any symptoms of herpes, and not know and be spreading it to other people, and that's why it is so dangerous. Because when you get herpes, there's no going back. There's no cure for herpes. It's a lifelong disease. So that's what's really hard for people to grasp and to understand. And I I plead with people to please educate yourself. 
stop judging people who do get STDs and STIs and start judging our society for not educating us well enough on these things and how to protect ourselves. Herpes is, not, herpes is a skin condition. So it's something that regardless to whether you have sex with a condom on or not, you can still contract herpes. You can still get it. And so I'm just, I'm tired of this negative dialogue that continues to be had in movies or even with your friends or family just making jokes and not understanding how detrimental it can be. I remember when I first got it, someone told me that, someone told somebody that I loved that if I touched them that they would get it. So I reached out to try to just touch them on the shoulder and they leaned back because they were scared that they were gonna get it because of the lies they had been told. I've been told that it's dangerous for me to cry around others. Like you guys don't understand the shit that I've been told because I have genital herpes. This is something that I do not, I no longer want to be ashamed of because I'm human. I'm so human and these, unfortunately, these things just happen and they continue to happen because we don't have the proper knowledge to educate ourselves on what exactly is happening within our body in, in regards to sex, in, in regards to sexual health. And so I hope that someone hears this. I, I pray to God that somebody hears this and goes and gets a blood test. I know that you know the hospitals are kind of a scary place right now because, they're, because of everything that's going on, but we have to protect ourselves. We have to protect our children. We have to protect our community we have to be educating ourselves on what these diseases are. We have to break the stigma that it's that if you get one of these things and you're gross and you're nasty and all of these things. And I just I, I hope that my story really influences others that if you do have it, just know like you're not alone in it. So many of us don't want to talk about it because we feel like we're not worthy because we feel like we're gross, but it's not, those are lies. That's not true. And so please just continue to educate yourselves on sexual health because it is so, so important. And it isn't talked about nearly enough. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to message me on my Instagram um, or on Anchor if you, if you are using that to listen to my podcasts or whatever. Or contact me on Facebook if you have me on Facebook. I really don't mind talking about it clearly. Um, but thank you all for tuning in today. And please just educate yourselves and continue to protect yourselves. Much love.